0: This is Arkham Horror Badly. My name is Predir, and I'll be playing Arkham Horror The Card Game. Just not that well. In recent episodes of this cast, I've been playing a deck featuring Leo Anderson, the Guardian, but I've been playing him off-class, which is to say I've only been using his uh, secondary class and neutral cards in it. And I've been having a good time with that deck. It's really interesting to try investigators with cards that you wouldn't ordinarily think about uh, focusing on. Um, Tonight, I'll be playing a different investigator off class. And that investigator is one of the new investigators who came in the Innsmouth Conspiracy Deluxe box. It's Amanda Sharp, the student. She is a seeker. And um, she's a really interesting investigator, um, but before I summarize what she's like and how I built the deck, I'm just going to clarify what my interpretation of uh, off class is. Um, so this is the idea that you, neg- you neglect to include cards which are uh, listed first on the deck building options. So for example, because Amanda is a Seeker, a Yellow Investigator, first it says Seeker cards level zero to five. You cannot take cards which fit into that category. But my interpret, my, my, the way I'm doing it is that you can take any cards that follow that first uh, class description. So for example, for, for Leo, Guardian is listed first in the deck building option, so I can't take Guardian cards But I can take rogue levels 0 to 3 and neutral cards. Um, Amanda has the uh, deck building options, seeker cards, level 0 to 5. So we're ignoring that um, option. Then neutral cards, 0 to 5. And practice skills, level 0 to 3. So in Amanda's deck, I've allowed myself neutral cards at level 0, because this is a level 0 deck and practice skills level zero. Initially, I did try to build a deck which contained non-seeker practiced cards only. And it is technically possible, but the deck looked so bad and non-functional that I decided it wouldn't be much fun to play it. Um, so I've, I've uh, reined that a bit back and I've uh, taken as many practiced skills as uh, would make sense, which is about 23 or something like that. Um, and then I fill the rest with um, some neutral skill cards. And I have cheated very slightly with my own rules. I couldn't resist putting in two copies of the card uh, Practice Makes Perfect, which is a Seeker event. So that does cheat because it's a Seeker card level 0 that isn't a practice skill, but I thought it suited the deck rather well. So I'll put a deck list on the, uh, the, in the podcast description. But basically she's got... Only uh, skill cards except for those two copies of Practice Makes Perfect. And they're skill cards from all five uh, classes in here. So it's going to be quite interesting to see what happens. Um, Amanda has got two in all of her uh, abilities and skills. So she's two will, two intellect, two combat, and two agility, which is not good. However, she has got uh, the forced um, ability... At the start of the investigator phase, investigation phase, I draw a card, then I discard the card beneath Amanda Sharp and choose a card from my hand and place it beneath her. So I draw a card and then I basically discard what's beneath it and put another card underneath Amanda. Why would I want to do that? Well, I've got the following reaction. At the start of a skill test, you are performing. Commit the card beneath Amanda Sharp. If able, do not discard it when the test ends. So Amanda's uh, style is that she has a skill card or or a card with icons on it underneath her at all times, and I can commit that card to every test she takes as long as the symbols match, the icons match, um, and it doesn't get discarded until the beginning of the following turn. So that gives her the scope to be very flexible, depending on what she wants to do in a given turn. Of course, in my deck, she has no assets to depend on. She's just got the skills, and the two Practice Make Perfect uh, events that I put in also just draw more skills, but it just allows you to dig for for the skill that you want. So I'm going to be playing a standalone scenario, and I'm going to be playing Return to Extracurricular Activity. This is the first scenario, or the optional first scenario in the Dunwich Legacy. Um, and because it's set in a university and because Amanda Sharp is a student, and in fact, in the lore, she is a student of the Miskatonic University, which is where this scenario takes place, I thought it would be fun for her to traipse around the university campus and have absolutely nothing go, uh, go wrong and have a normal old day out. Um, as you may know from listening to some of my previous standalone plays, i like to uh, tweak with the story a little bit to suit what's going on and um, we'll, we'll see what happens to Amanda. But uh, in my story, in my version of this scenario, Amanda is uh, due to have a supervision with uh, Professor Warren Rice, her, her supervisor, her tutor in ancient languages Um, And she's uh, got this um, late evening meeting with him to to discuss her work. She's been trying to learn the uh, grammatical systems of uh, Hittite and Gothic, two ancient dead languages. And she's really struggling with the conjugation of the verbal paradigms. And um, Warren Rice told her uh, in, in the last Supervision, practice makes perfect, Amanda. Practice makes perfect. And so Amanda has been practicing. She's been practicing. She's been doing nothing but practicing. And now she's ready to go and show Warren Rice how much uh, case uh, suffixes, uh, inflection she knows in, in these ancient languages. So she's starting in the Miscatonic Quad. Um, I will draw the opening hand. And I'm going to guess it's got a lot, going to have a lot of skills in it. Unexpected courage. Vicious blow. Stunning Blow. That's a survivor card. Manual Dexterity and Deduction. Okay. So I should say off the bat, I have never played Amanda, so it makes a lot of sense for me to play a first in a weird suboptimal deck. I have played uh, extracurricular activities a few times, but I've never played Return 2, which is theoretically harder. And so I'm not sure what I should mulligan or what I shouldn't mulligan. I think I'll keep unexpected courage because having those wild icons is going to be good for any test. Uh, I think I'm going to discard um, the two combat-related cards. So this is stunning blow and vicious blow because I don't. I think I, I'll just try and avoid any monsters for the time being. I'll keep my no dexterity. I'll keep unexpected courage. I'll keep deduction, and then I'll try to draw to maybe find a perception or something like that. In fact, I do get a perception and a daredevil. That's interesting. Okay. So we shuffle the deck and we start. Agenda 1A, Quiet Halls. You are at the Miskatonic University campus, heading for Professor Warren Rice's office for your regular supervision. Classes are over and the mysterious silence hangs in the air over the quad. Seven, Doom Threshold. Act 1A, After Hours. Professor Rice was last seen several hours ago by one of Armitage's students in the Humanities Building. In fact, it was um, Amanda's friend who saw Warren Rice there. And she said, well, she should, he should be in his office. She shall seek him out in the Humanities Building. So Amanda starts in Miskatonic Quad in this uh, broad, uh, square, nice, uh, grassy quad. It's got a shroud of three, but no clues on it. Um, And uh, I can resign by saying we can't find rice anywhere and you leave the camp. So we start the investigation phase, which means that Amanda draws a card. She's drawn guts. Now, I don't have to discard anything from beneath her because it's the start of the game and there isn't anything beneath her. Um, So I have to decide what I'm going to put beneath her. So I could be rather um, vanilla and put Unexpected Courage in, which would basically make her um, four against every test, because she's base two, and that would add two to every test. Um, What I want to do is get clues. I need three clues to try and uh, reach the Humanities Building. Um, So I think what I'm going to do is put... um, Put perception underneath Amanda, and then I will be able to then move to somewhere and find a clue, hopefully, with that. So perception gives me plus two intellect. So first action, I'm going to move. I'm going to move to the Warren Observatory. This is uh, the new location that you put in, or you can put in, because it's the return to. The latest addition to the Miskatonic University campus is the Gerald Warren Astronomical Observatory, which sits high atop Crane Hill and overlooks all of Arkham. Built in the latest Art Nouveau style, the observatory stands out distinctly from the rest of the buildings of the university. So it's a four shroud location with a single on it. And it's uh, worth a victory point, if I can get that clue. First, after you discover one or more clues at modern Observatory, discard three cards from the top of your deck for each clue just discovered. Hmm. As you traverse the observatory's new halls, you wonder whether its state-of-the-art astronomical equipment will offer answers about the universe, or will only raise more questions. Indeed. All right. So um, Amanda is going to investigate. So, we're going to investigate. Second action. She's looking around the observatory. I'm not quite sure why she's gone to the observatory if she's uh, if she kind of knows that Warren Rice is in the humanities building, but maybe this is a new building and she's checking it out because, as a linguist, as a language student, she would not have been to the observatory before. So I could just test four on four, or I could commit something else. Um, let's com- let's let's just let's just not bother committing anything. Let's try four on four first. Second action. That's a zero, so I get the clue. Success. Um, now, that means I have to discard three cards from the top of my deck, which isn't really nice. Okay, so, uh, one, I discard a Vicious Blow, that's bad, a Manual Dexterity, and Overpower. Well, hopefully I won't need to fight anything, because I've just discarded two of my fighting cards. Uh, and because I have a Perception, and I committed to that test, I get to draw a card. It's the Vicious Blow, so I've got the second Vicious Blow in my deck, so I'll keep that in case I need to punch something with two Elf. Um, I've got a third action. Um, now, of course, I won't be able to use Perception again, but um, there we go. Um, where shall I move to? I think I'll move down south to the next roo- uh, next room, next location along, which is the Humanities Building. might as well uh, reveal it now. It has got two clues on it. So Amanda saunters over after a brief tour of the observatory. She goes over to the Humanities Building. Um, The power is out. That's not good. Plunging the building's hall into heavy darkness. There's two clues on Humanities Building. And it's got a three-shroud. Forced, at the end of your turn, if you were in the Humanities Building, discard the top X cards of your deck, where X is the amount of horror on you. Well, although she's... Um, weirded out by the lack of power in the building. She's not got any horror yet, so that's fine. Um, alright, that's the end of our turn. We moved, we investigated, we moved. Um, there's nothing that happens in the enemy phase. So we draw a card and we get a resource. And we draw Daredevil. So I've got two copies of Daredevil in hand now. Um, I am going to keep taking resources just in case something comes up which needs them. The only cards in my deck which cost anything are the two Practice Makes Perfects, which cost one each. So I'll probably end up with, with dozens of resources I can't spend. Um, okay. I add a Doom. And I draw an Encounter card. And the Encounter card is a Baleful Welcome. was a creepy picture of a of a, of, a, of a of a clawed hand reaching out of the mists. Um, Revelation, choose two of the following actions, investigate, fight, evade, move, or play. For the remainder of the round, each investigator cannot perform each chosen action. Uh, if this is not the first copy of a baleful welcome drawn this phase, choose three of those actions instead. Right? Okay, so I have to choose two out of investigate, fight, evade, move, or play, which I can't do. Um, I'll choose play because I've got nothing that I can play. And I'll choose... Fight because there's nothing to fight. There you go. I can't fight or play a, a card. I can't commit cards though. Okay, and then it's the investigation phase. So I discard perception after drawing a card first. So I draw another perception. All right, I think I'm going to discard this perception and just play the second perception that I have. Um, so that means that I can pick up two clues here, hopefully. I do have a deduction in hand. So I could pitch deduction to the first one. We'll see we'll See how I feel. Um, all right. So Amanda is, uh, she, she is walking trepidatiously through the darkened corridors of the humanities building. University buildings, after everybody's left, are really creepy. They're old, long, quiet corridors. And your footsteps echo unnervingly. So I want these clues. I will just draw blindly to start with, I think, uh, four on three with Perception. That's a plus one, so I get that clue, and I get to draw a card. Uh, It's another deduction. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, my hand is eight now, so um, for the second one, I will, um, well, I won't bother pitching deduction, although that would probably make sense, wouldn't it? Um, I will just draw again, Um, yeah, let's just try it. Second action, investigate with perception again. That's an elder sign. Elder Sign is plus zero. For this test, you may double the number of skill icons on the card beneath Amanda. All right. Well, that means I'm six on three. I get that final clue. So I've got three clues now, which is enough to advance. The question is, do I advance now? Um, I don't particularly see why I shouldn't advance. Advancing early is, is often good. The problem is that I haven't revealed uh, half the locations. There's six in play. I've revealed three of them. There's the... Student union, administration building, and uh, science building that are yet unrevealed. So maybe I should take another turn to to saunter around so there's no nasty surprises. Um, I will do that. So I'll I'll end the turn there. No enemies. I'll draw a card. It's unexpected courage. I need to discard a card. I'll discard one copy of Daredevil. I will get a resource, which is truly exciting times. Seven resources now. Next turn, I'm going to add a Doom and draw an encounter card. Eldritch Accord. Revelation. You may draw one card. You may choose and discard up to two cards from your hand. Test Will X. If you fail Take-Two Horror, X equals the number of cards in your hand when this test begins. Ooh, that's a tough one. So um, I've currently got eight cards in hand, so I'm going to be failing this test. Um, I can discard up to two cards from hand after choosing to draw one. If I discard two cards, I'll be testing uh, will six, and my will is two. Um, I could commit, you know, various cards, but committing those cards, if I'm understanding the timing sequence right, won't reduce the um difficulty of the test because my test the test begins and that's when you decide the um the difficulty um so I kind of probably just take this on the chin i think um in which case there's no point discarding cards um do I draw anyway I think I probably don't draw because i've i'm 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 in danger of just drawing my entire deck and decking myself out if I, if I do too much. So I, I will just simply test uh, two two on eight. That's uh, a minus one. So um, I fail by loads. I take two. Horror. What's just happened then? Well, Amanda has started to hear strange whispers from nowhere in particular emanating from... Every direction whispers through the walls of this old building. She shivers and feels strangely drawn to listen to their eldritch voices. Okay, the start of my turn, I draw a card. It's practice makes perfect. And then I put a card in the... Uh, underneath Amanda and uh, discard a perception. All right, so what am I going to be doing this turn? Well, this turn I said I would move... So I'm not particularly bothered about what I've put there. Um, I will put an unexpected courage because I will therefore be able to uh, have four skill four any four in any skill uh, for the mythos phase because of course the card stays until the end of the mythos phase. All right, we'll do that. Um, I've still got a card in hand. I'm going to move eastwards to the students' union. Even at this late hour, you can hear a muffled chatter from inside the student union. Perhaps one of the students will know where Professor Rice is. Amanda knows quite a lot of the student, um, fac- student body, but um, she also likes to spend a lot of her time by herself reading old books. So, student union has got a shroud of one and it's got two clues on it. First, after student union is revealed, but the set aside dormitories into play. Okay, so the dormitories, which is where Amanda lives... Um, is locked. So Amanda doesn't have a key to the outside of the dormitory. She would need to find one of the porters to let her in. Um, the students do- Union does also have the uh, the um, action, double action, heal one damage and one horror. I don't know if I'm going to do that. Um, I think probably not. I, I've got five uh, sanity left. I've got seven health and seven sanity at full. I've taken two horror. Um, now the uh, dormitories. Is locked, so I can't move to it, even though I would like to. So I'm going to move uh, east to the administration building. Around the aged administration building, creepers of ivy climb from the ground in an effort to claim it. The old hall stands alone in an isolated section of the campus, apart from the day-to-day bustle of students. It's got uh, a shroud of four and one clue. Um, so what are we going to do? Um, I know that I will need more clues later on in the scenario after I advance the the act. So I probably will maybe try and get a clue here. I've got various deductions and, and other stuff in hand. Um, okay. So, forced, after admin building is revealed, put the set aside faculty offices into play. Forced, at the end of your turn, if you're in the admin building, discard the top card of your deck. Mm, all right, Okay. So the, um, what are we, faculty offices, um, the knight is still young. Uh, it's also locked, so I can't move into there. So what are we going to do for the third action for Amanda? Hmm. I think I'll investigate this location for my third action. Um, uh, and um, I've got four in select because of unexpected courage beneath Amanda. I'll also pitch a deduction. It's a waste, but it is, in the, it is the right icon. So I'll go five on four. Final action. A zero. Okay, well, that's a wasted deduction, but that's fine. We'll take the uh, clue. I've got four clues now. Um, and because it's the end of my turn, I discard the top card of my deck. Uh, it's Hatchet Man. Okay. Okay, um... At the end of, of the investigation phase, I will advance the act. So I spend three clues and advance. The head janitor. You're unable to find Professor Rice, but one of the students you spoke with mentioned a strange man entering Rice's office. That makes Amanda feel uncomfortable. Unfortunately, the door leading to the faculty offices is locked at this late hour. The student says that the head janitor, Jazz, might be able to let you in if you can find him. Shuffle the encounter discard pile and the set aside Jazz Mulligan into the encounter deck. All right, so Amanda does know Jazz vaguely. She sees him and nods to him when she enters and exits the campus every day. Um, he sometimes uh, handles the posts in the post room, but uh, they're not friendly, so she's going to have to try and persuade him somehow to, once she's found him. All right, so we put Jazz and the the, the two... Encounter cards that I faced into the encounter deck and shuffle it now. And Act 2A, Rice's Whereabouts. Concerned for Professor Rice's safety because of that weird man who was seen going into his offices. You seek out the head janitor. Okay. So there's no clues required to advance this act per se, but as an action I can spend one clue. Discard the top 10 cards of the encounter deck. And if I discard Jazz Mulligan uh, for any reason, I then uh, resolve his revelation effect. And once I've taken control of Jazz, I advance. Okay, so I've got one clue left, so I can do that immediately next turn. Um, But I've also got the student union, which I can move to next turn if I need to get more clues. All right. Um, No enemies. I'll draw uh, my card. I draw Take the Initiative. That's nice, isn't it? Um, okay, so I will take a resource for what that's worth, and I will add a doom. That's three doom out of seven, and draw my encounter card. Ah, Whippoorwills, these um, infamously annoying uh, creatures. So Whippoorwills, uh, two strength, one uh, health, I was going to say hit point, one health, four agility. It's Aloof and Hunter. Each investigator's whippoorwill's location gets minus one to everything. Okay, so he, this whippoorwill is in the administration building. It's buzzing around the corridors creepily. Now, whilst this is in my location, it, I'm, I'm, Amanda's got one in every skill, which means she's, she's perturbed by this sudden glowing purple entity that she's never seen before that's making this uh, disconcerting, sort of creaking, crackling... Um, chippering noise. Um, he's aloof, so he's not attacking me at the moment. Uh, in fact, I would need to engage him and then attack him to do anything. Now, whipperwills hunts which means they will fo- it will follow me everywhere, and it's likely to be an absolute pain. Um. Okay, so at the start of my turn, I draw a card. It's Promise of Power. I discard the Unexpected Courage, and then I need to put a card underneath me now. I've got a, 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 a decision here whether or not I try and take on the Whip or Will this turn or if I uh, move somewhere else, for example, move to the Student onion and grab some of those clues. Um, I don't have anything that massively helps me with fighting. I've got a Vicious Blow, but that would be a waste, really, to give me um, a plus one to do two damage to a creature with one health. I've got to Take the Initiative, but that's... Uh, Hmm. I suppose it would be in- incrementally worse during the, the turn. Um, I'm going to commit unexpected courage, not commit. I'm going to put unexpected courage underneath Amanda. There we go. Decision made. All right. Um, I'm going to use my first action to search for jazz. So I spend a clue... And um, I discard the top 10 cards of the deck, hoping to discard Jazz again. There's quite a lot of cards in the deck. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, no jazz yet, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, no jazzes. Okay, well, that's uh, annoying. 9. Um, I think I'm going to try and kill Will. Second action, engage the Will. Amanda grabs her... Um, <laughs> her binder which got her notes in it she charges at the whippoorwill swiping at it ferociously she's testing 4 on 3 4 on 2 sorry 4 on 2 oh no she's minus 1 so she's 3 on 2 do I therefore commit something else uh... no that's great 3 on 2 uh, uh, skull the skull is uh, minus 1 all right, dead whipper will best kind of whipper will. The creature twitches and then uh, disappears um, in in a, in a cloud of dust, much to Amanda's horror. Okay, she's got one action left. She's going to move up to the uh, science building. Let's do that to reveal this. Okay, so the science building um, dominates the eastern side of the campus. Its windows are dark, save for a lone window shining faintly in the corner of the basement. Amanda wonders which of the science fellows is working this late on a project. It has one clue. It's got a shroud of two. Forced after it's revealed, put the set aside Alchemy Alchemy Labs into play. There we go. Alchemy Labs goes up here. And it has a second forced effect. Uh, When you fail a will test in the science building, take one damage. A trail of viscous ooze snakes through the halls of the science building's first floor, leading down into the basement. Amanda feels squelching stickiness underneath her shoes. This is not the kind of night she expected. And, as you might expect, the alchemy labs are also locked. A pungent stench rises from the lab downstairs. The silence of the halls is broken by the unmistakable uh, unmistakable hiss of a burner. Okay. Well, that's our turn. Um, There's no enemies because Amanda killed it. So, uh, I draw a card. It's a uh, stunning blow. I've got a lot of cards in hand now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right, I have to discard one. What do we discard? Uh, maybe we discard stunning blow. There you go. Um, all right, and then we take a resource. I've got nine money. Amanda's saving her student loan, you see. Um, all right, and then we add a doom. We're on four doom. That's off seven. We draw an encounter card. Resurgent evils. You must either draw the top two cards of the encounter deck, or place one doom on the current agenda. This effect can cause the current agenda to advance. Um. Well, well Amanda's doing okay. She. We could put another doom. We should put five out of seven. Drawing the so, drawing two encounter cards doesn't sound a lot like fun to me, but uh, it could. Reveal jazz mulligan, I suppose. I think if you draw it, it's it works. Um, let's try that. Let's let's draw the top two cards. I don't know why I'm doing this. Draw the top two cards. Another a resurgent evils and a vassal of the lurker. That did not go to plan. Alright, well, uh I'm gonna for this for the second resurgent evils, we'll put another doom on the agenda. Thanks, deck. Um and then Vassal of the Lurker is a horrible, betentacled, squid-like monstrosity that comes lumbering and slurping down the staircase towards Amanda. It's a hunter-monster abomination. Forced at the end of the enemy phase, each investigator at Vassal of the Lurker's location discards one card from the top of his deck. Her deck. Victory one. Unpleasant. So that's at my location... Okay, uh, Amanda's going to have quite a lot of trouble dealing with that creature, but let's see. Um, okay, so at the beginning of the investigation phase, I draw a card. Its practice makes perfect. I discard Unexpected Courage. Now, I will be facing the Vassal of the Lurker. Can I kill it? Can I do four damage? Well, I've got one Vicious Blow in hand, so I could put Vicious Blow underneath Amanda... And therefore, I would be doing two damage with every hit. In theory, um, I could commit. Uh, I could also uh, play a practice makes perfect to try and dig out an overpower from my deck uh, to commit to at least one of those. I think that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I don't really want to let it be. Uh, let it. Let it live. It cannot be let to live. Um, so we're going to put vicious blow underneath Amanda. She gets a red mist descending on her as she sees this uh, horrible thing. Um, creep to water, shows she's going to get vicious. Um, okay, so she will be um, able to attack at base 3 versus its 3. That's not fantastic. So I will play Practice Makes Perfect. That costs me one of my nine resources. Um, and I get two, um Sorry, I'm I'm going to attack the Vassal of the Lurker for the first action. Search the top nine cards of your deck for a practice skill and commit it to this skill test, if able. After this test ends, if it was successful, add that skill to your hand instead of discarding it. So, top nine cards. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's almost all of my deck. That's all but four cards of my deck. There is no overpower in there. That's really frustrating. However, um... I can draw... what can I draw that is, uh, is going to help me? I could draw Promise of Power. Promise of Power has four icons on it. Um, I could draw uh, Stunning Blow. It would evade the enemy if I if I beat it. I could play Plan of Action, because Plan of Action is just the best. Um, it, would be, oh, it would be rubbish, would be rubbish Plan of Action for that. Um, what are we going to draw? I hadn't expected to, to do that. I have drawn my my uh, signature uh, uh, at it. It's an event, sorry. Um, but it's it's inside, It's not a practice skill. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to uh, take Promise of Power and I commit it to the test. It adds four icons. So I will be testing at one, two, three, seven on three against the Lurker. Um, but after I commit it, I add a Curse token to the chaos bag. There it goes. Can you hear it? It's in the bag. All right. So we're testing seven on three. Ma- uh, and obviously this has got vicious blow committed to it. So it would do two damage if it hits. Um, Amanda hears these whispers again. And they seem to be driving her to kill, kill, kill. kill. She obeys the sounds of the voices. That's a cultist. That's uh, minus one. No problem. Oh, actually it is minus three instead if there are ten or more cards in my discard pile. Um, let me just check. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah, um, it is minus 3 now, um, but that still succeeds. Uh, I was, what, 7 on 3, so that's 4 on 3. So because it succeeds, uh, Promise of Power goes back into my hand, which is lovely. And 2 damage dealt to the Servant of the Lurker for my first action. Second action, I'm going to do exactly the same thing again. Well, I'm going to commit a promise of power anyway. So I'm going to recommit promise of power, put a second uh, curse token in the bag. There it goes. You hear it? Um, So I am again seven on three. So Lurka goes slurping and sucking hideously as Amanda hits it again and again with her books. That's a minus one. That doesn't matter. It's a dead Servant of the Lurker. Wow, Amanda, you are fierce. Uh, So that's a victory point. That goes over here. Let's put it up up here at the top of the mat. Uh, She's got one action left. Um, Is there a clue here for her to get? Yeah, there's a clue here. Um, I think that we're going to get this clue because I need to uh, start searching for Jazz again. She's breathing heavily, um, exhausted after slaughtering this this eldritch monstrosity. Um, she's going to just have a quick look around. Um, well, we'll be ex- investigating two on two. Um, I will... Mm, what shall I do? I could commit... Do I have anything to commit? Hmm. Maybe, maybe I don't investigate. Maybe I draw or something. But I'm not sure. Um... Now we'll just investigate two on two. We'll give it a go. Two on two. That's a skull, so that's a minus uh, one. So uh, that fails. Is there a fail effect? Discard the top three cards of your deck. That's not good. Uh, plan of action. So sad. Uh, prophecy and Hatchet Man. We're definitely going to loop this deck uh, very soon. There's about ten cards left in the deck. All right, that's the end of the turn. Um, I uh, no enemies because they're dead. Um, I draw a card. One, two, three, four. I've got now got eight cards in hand. I've drawn another plan of action. I get a resource. Up to nine resources again. And it's now the enemy, sorry the, the mythos phase at the sixth doom out of seven. And we draw an encounter card. Light of Aforgamon. You must attach Light of Aforgamon to either the current agenda or the current act. Limit one per agenda or act. Treat all damage as direct damage and all horror as direct horror. Well, that's essentially whiffs. Uh, Firstly, because this agenda is going to advance next turn anyway. Uh, And also because I've got no allies to do anything with. So all the damage and horror is going on me anyway. So at the moment. So that's probably fine. All right. Uh, beginning of the uh, the investigation phase, I draw a card. I've drawn another Prophecy. So Prophecy is this um, skill card in Mystic that's got one wild icon on it but has two wild icons if there's three or more doom in play or three wild icons if there's six or more doom in play. And there is six doom. So this is actually a perfect time to draw this. We discard um, Vicious Blow and I'm going to put Prophesy. Prophes- prophesy it is, isn't it? Sorry, Prophesy. Underneath uh, Amanda, so she's got plus three wild this turn, which is fab. And then, first action, I'm going to investigate. So, we're investigating with uh, Prophesy, and that's five on two to get this clue. Ooh, it's the tentacle. Uh, We'll go again. Second action, five on two. Zero. That's the clue. Okay. Um, third action. We'll spend it immediately to do the uh, search for jazz. So we discard the top 10 cards. Nope. no. Nope. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, come on. All right. Well, that's uh, still no sign of jazz. He's not in the science building. Where is he? Where is Jazz? Why is he Why is he dosing? He should be at work in a, in a, somewhere that I can find him. All right. Okay. So, um, end of the turn, I draw a card. Now we got get. Now I get the overpower. I've got too many cards in hand. I've got nine in hand. Uh, I'll discard a plan of action. I take a resource, and it's the next turn. So, uh, light of Afargovan is uh, lost, it has gone, the seventh doom goeth on the agenda, and we advance the agenda. Something stirs. The university's dead silent. The shadows coil about your feet as you walk, and you swear there is something following you with each step you take. Is it just your imagination, or is there really someone or something stalking you? Well, yeah, there was that octopus thing, and then there was this bloody will, mate. Each investigator with five or more cards in her discard pile takes one horror. Well that's me. I'm on three horror now, that's unpleasant. Um each or more t- investigator with ten or more cards in his discard pile takes two horror instead. Oh bad, sad times. Okay, we've got four horror. Uh emergency emergency. Uh so uh, extracurricular is the first scenario in this campaign, or it's standalone advanced to agenda two a agenda two a dead of night. Professor Rice's disappearance isn't the only thing amiss at the university. You're unsure exactly what's going on, but you're starting to think that you're going to have to sort it out. All right, that's a three doom threshold, which isn't much. Um, so we advanced the, the agenda, we put doom, we draw an encounter card. Enthralled security guard. Uh huh. It's a humanoid abomination. Hunter. Retaliate. Two strength, three health, four evade. Uh, forced after enthralled security guard attacks, you discard, t- discard the top two cards of your deck. And after it's evaded, it's defeated. Okay, well, that's fairly significant. So it engages us. Um, we have no clues. I want to be able to get jazz. There's barely 10 cards left in the deck, so surely I'll be able to do it this time. Um, but the nearest clue is in the students' union. Um So that's two moves away. Uh, So I think we're going to have to try and evade this guy. Um, So the start of the uh, investigation phase, I draw a card. It's Take the initiative. I discard prophesy. You did good work prophesy. Um, Now what do I put there? Um, I want to basically evade him. I do a manual dexterity, but I'll be four and four. Um, I'm minded to put... It doesn't really matter because if my turn is going to be evade move move which is what I hope it will be um, then anything that I put under here is only going to be used once anyway um, I will put uh, I will put manual dexterity underneath there we go um, and then we will evade I will also commit take the initiative to this test so I can almost certainly pass um, so it's seven on four for to evade and therefore hopefully defeat the security guard. That's a plus one. Well, I took the initiative and I ran away. This this security guard is too slow for Amanda. So it's defeated. There you. Bye-bye. So I spend the rest of my turn moving 1-2 into the student's union. Um, I have just noticed, um, and I paused a second to check, Um, I've actually set out the locations incorrectly at the start of this um, scenario. Well, not incorrectly. I've done exactly what the booklet tells you to. But then I have kind of forgot to check some of the um, the symbols for moving. So um, I have done a couple of illegal moves uh, earlier in the game. I moved from the... Where did we go? We went from the humanities building into the students' union, which I shouldn't have been able to do. I should have gone via the quad. Uh, and I went from the administration building into the science building, which I shouldn't have been able to do. So there's kind of two free actions I've given myself at various points. Um, so in order to offset that a little bit, I will, I will um, sacrifice an action this turn and just move to the quad and end my turn in the quad. There you go. Um, I think the problem with with my brain and this scenario is that it's kind of hard to set it up in a way where the where the locations make sense when they're adjacent to each other. Anyway. All right. So Amanda is finishing a turn. There's no enemies because they're dead. Um, we draw a card. It's a guts again. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight cards in hand. We take a resource. We put a doom. We draw a card. Okay. It's another vassal of the lurker. We don't have magic tricks of Vicious Blono. Um, all right. Um, so the, vicious, the, 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 the friend of the original vassal is, uh, is hiding out in the quad and is going to try and murder um, Amanda. What is Amanda going to do? She draws a card first. It's, Ooh, this is good timing. Obscure studies. This is the, uh, signature event for Amanda. It's a fast event, which has got three wild icons on it. Uh, Play when you initiate a skill test. Return the card beneath the man the sharp to your hand and place obscure studies beneath them. Now, I still kind of need something to do multiple damage, but I don't think I have anything. I'm just checking through my discard pile and I'm pretty sure that both Vicious Blows are there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alright, so I don't think we can kill this in one go. We could try and evade it. It does hunt though. Um, I. Yeah, I'm just going to discard cards from my deck at the start of the enemy phase if it's not dead. I mean, I think I can pretty reliably do um, do, do three damage to it. So is that worth it? I would then be down to four. I'm not sure. I think I'm going to try and evade it. Uh, and, and handle it later because my deck is going to cycle in a minute and then I'll be able to make, for example, take Practice Makes Perfect to try and um, search for that Vicious Blow again. Also, I've taken four Horror already out of seven. Um, if it attacks me, it'll do another Horror to me. When this deck loops, I'll take a Horror. So I don't want both those things to happen. So I ditch the Man of that's underneath me and I put something else in it instead. Let's put... Take the initiative here. Alright, so take the initiative is underneath Amanda. We're not going to put obscure studies for now. We'll save that for, for an important moment. Um, and I'm going to try and evade. So we're evading, take initiative three, five, five on two. Evade the servant of the in the quad. Skull, it's minus one. So it's evaded. First action. It's in the quad. Amanda runs to the student's union. Second action. Third action is he's going to try and investigate. So take the initiative is going to give me plus one. I'll commit d- deductions give me plus two. So I'm four on one in the student's union with so deduction in play and committed. Minus one that's a pass. Deduction gives me both of those clues. All right. So that was one, one evade, move, investigate. That's the end of my turn. Um, the servant lurker readies in the quad. Amanda is hiding in the, uh, in, in the students' union. She's, she's chatted quickly to her friends to try and find out if they know anything more about rice. Um, we draw a card. Uh, it's her signature weakness. Whispers from the deep. Those whispers that Amanda heard earlier are now calling to her again. And they're whispering, Go to the sea, follow the waves, hear its call. It's a curse uh, skill card. This skill... Uh, sorry, this skill's icons subtract from your skill value instead of adding to it. Forced when choosing a card to place beneath Amanda Sharp, if whispers from the deep is in your hand, you must choose it. All right. Um, okay. We've got eight cards in hand. We take a resource. Hello, hello, money. Uh, we add a doom. And we draw an encounter card. And... It is Whippoorwill. I'm pretty sure that Jazz Mulligan is at the bottom of this deck. I'm not pleased. Uh, All right, there was a Whippoorwill in the Students' Union. Um, uh, Lord. All right. At least I don't have to be in the Students' Union. Um, So uh, my turn is going to be trying to get Jazz with the first action, I think. So uh, we draw a card uh, because of Randa's ability, it's her other weakness i hope that I'd be able to not draw these. <sighs> haunted. Revelation added to your threat area. You get minus one to each of your skills. Two actions to discard Haunted. Right. Um, next turn, the agenda's going to advance to agenda three. I don't like having minus one to my skills. That makes me much worse. Having Whippoorwill in play makes me even worse. Ugh. I thought, okay, so the the, the the servant, sorry, the vassal of the lurker is going to hunt to me this turn. If I don't move further away, but I cannot move further away, so I'm going to have to just accept that I take that sanity hit. Um, once it hit, once it gets on me, then I could try and evade it again, and move away maybe. Um, the Whippoorwill is still here. But as I said it like the only way to move out of the student's union is to the quad where the vassal is. Um so I've got three actions. I could spend two actions to um to play Haunted. However, I have to put Whispers from the Deep beneath me. So I just can't take the initiative, put Whispers of the Deep, and it gives me minus <laughs> minus one to all my skill tests this turn. So if you keep in count, I'm minus one from Whispers of the Deep. Minus one for Haunted and minus one for Whippoorwill for all my skills. So my skills are minus one. Of course, they are zero, but they are worse than zero. Everything's gone wrong very quickly. Right. So I do have Obscure Studies in my hand. As I understand it, I can swap Obscure Studies for Whispers of the Deep because Obscure Studies allow me, me to... Replace whatever's underneath the rando with that. But then it would return Whispers was the Deep's in my hand and I would have to play it again next turn. Um, is that worth it though? Next turn I will have the uh, Vassal on me, which I don't like. I'm going to try and get Jazz. There we go. I'm, I'm just going to have to try and tank some of this damage in, in, in a way that isn't actually tanking. Two actions to... No, let's do Jazz first. If this doesn't work, then we may have to rethink... Uh, getting rid of haunted but my intention is to find jazz and then get rid of haunted so we don't actually draw tokens do we We just discard the top 10 cards one two three four five six seven okay there's only seven card in the inkanza deck jazz was second okay so um jazz has been discarded he reveals himself in my location as it were Um, While Jazz Mulligan is not controlled by an investigator, he gains action parley test book three if successful take control of Jazz Mulligan. While you control Jazz Mulligan, you ignore the test of each unrevealed Miskatonic location. Now, he does have two sanity soak, which is really useful for me right now. Um, So what do we do? I think I need to get him on board now before the agenda flips. How are we going to do that? I need to get a parley 3. I've got currently zero intellect. Amanda is in a a catatonic state. She cannot function. She needs to remember the practicing that she's done. I do have... Well, there's one card left in my deck, right? So that's not great. Um, I've got Promise of Power. That's probably the best thing to play. Um, That would put me on three on three. I've got Daredevil... Daredevil will dig through my deck and find nothing. Um, I don't think so. I think there's only the only other uh, rogue uh, skill here is uh, Hatchet Man, which I think I've discarded two copies of. Yeah, so, so we would not find another uh, rogue skill, but it would um, just reshuffle re, re my deck. I think. No, we would just discard it, so my deck would be empty then. I'm sorry, I'm prevaricating, aren't I? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna parley. I'm gonna commit promise of power, which means I put a third uh, curse <laughs> token in the bag. Uh, that, so I'm committing that to the test. I have to commit whispers to the deep. So I so there's lots of modifiers here. Uh, I'm gonna also commit practice mix perfect. Not play it, just commit it for its single intellect icon. Um I uh therefore have five from those two skill cards, minus one because of whispers in deep and my uh my my base skill is zero. I think that's right because haunted and the whippoorwill will reduce my base skill to zero and then I commit basically three skill cards, two of which add five and one of which deducts zero so deducts one so I'm four on three. That's really the best I can do, um, and that's not great because a cultist would be minus three, and there's some minus twos and also fail in the in the bag. Um, yeah, let's go four on three plus one. Well, she pulls it out of the bag literally. Um, so we. Um, Just discard those cards. Um, I I recruit Jazz Mulligan. So he's sitting there with me. Um, I've got one action left. What should that action be? I could move into the dormitories, couldn't I? Because now they're unlocked. I beg Jazz to open them. Uh, In fact, let's advance the act first because that's what I'm supposed to do. The experiment is loose. Oops. Oops. You convince Jazz that something strange is going on and that Professor Rice must be in danger. He doesn't trust you enough to hand you his keys. Yeah, don't give a student the keys to the whole university, but agrees to come with you. All of a sudden, you hear a crash coming from the science building and a student rushes towards you. Help! he cries. There is some kind of animal loose in the chem labs. That's the voice I'm going with. I only barely caught a glimpse of it, but... He shudders. I think it's heading to the dorms! You got to do something! If the Alchemy Labs location is not in play, it is. If it's gender one or two, spawn the set aside the experiment at the Alchemy Labs. The experiment is a thing that went horribly wrong. It's a horrible, horrible, horrible thing. It's over there in the in, uh, Alchemy Labs. Um, if you've completed the house, always wins. Uh, nope, I would put some alchemical concoction into the Alchemy Labs. Um, But I don't do that. Okay, Act 3. Campus safety. (laughs) You have only moments to react. You could warn the students in the dormitories and escort them to safety. Or continue your task of searching the faculty offices for Professor Rice. Or perhaps you could try to slay the beast that threatens the campus. Objective. Find and complete an objective on another scenario card. Okay, so... Just to recap, there's two Doom on this three Doom threshold agenda. So next turn is going to advance to the third agenda. The experiment is one, two, currently three moves, as it were, three locations away from where Amanda is. It is a massive monster abomination elite enemy. Four strength, seven health, two agility. Um, Oh, it's not seven health. It's ten health, sorry, because it's plus, plus three per investigator. It readies at the start of every enemy phase, so evading it doesn't really do much. And I win if I defeat it, and it's worth two victory points. Now, if I were able to get the Alchemical Concoction, which comes into play if you play this after the House Always Wins, then I might be able to kill the Abomination. I'm pretty sure I can't really do ten damage. I've got two copies of Vicious Blow in my deck. I suppose I could try and find a Vicious Blow, but I could still maximum do six points of damage per turn. Um now what would amanda do um well let's wait a minute we've got one action left and then the vassal will hunt to me. i think that we move into the dormitories amanda's a student her fellow students are in immediate peril who knows where Warren Rice is? Maybe he's just gone off on a sabbatical somewhere without telling his students. But she knows that she can see this horrible monstrosity lumbering out of the building down the other end of the campus. And she's going to try and warn the students. So final actions, you'll move into the dormitories, which therefore puts her not only away from the, where the Whippoorwill is, but also away from where the, the vassal of the lurker is. Dormitories. One shroud. Three clues. Objective, if investigators in the dormitory spend three clues as a group, go to Resolution 2. Breathlessly, Amanda and Jazz rush through the doors to the dormitory and slam them shut behind them. Um, The students are panicking, running around. Um, unable to find uh, an exit. Some of them are trying to open the windows, but they can see this moaning, roaring monstrosity charging to traipse its way across campus towards them. Um, the Whippoorwill is buzzing outside the door. The vassal is slurping and squelching in the quad. Um, things are not great. Um, okay, so in the enemy phase, the Whippoorwill... Hunts into the dormitories. It, uh, it flutters in through an open ventilator, and the students scream as it buzzes around annoyingly. The vassal lurker slurps his way into the students' union and tries to get served at the bar. Alright, it's the um, upkeep phase. The experiment doesn't move at the moment, uh, as far as I can tell. Now, um, because I'm an absolute professional, I've just now read the uh, rules text on Agenda 2. And it says that each investigator's max hand size is reduced by 3 while checking her hand size during the upkeep phase. And I have not been doing that at all. So I'm going to discard two cards uh, now. Uh, I'll discard Daredevil and Guts to simulate... That I probably would have ended up having to discard more cards, but uh, I can't retcon that far. Um, I apologize. Okay, so in the upkeep, therefore, I draw my last card, which is a stunning blow. I take a resource, I've got 13 resources now. Uh, and I'm going to shuffle my deck, so um, I will be taking a horror when I uh draw next. Um, but at least I'll have uh, lots of nice, nice cards to, to go to look for. Uh, I'm a bit disappointed that I don't have my Practice mix Perfect in hand, because now I can actually search my deck for something, and I'm not really very well-placed for investigating, but we'll try. Um, uh, right, 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 right. Um, We add a Doom, and we advance the agenda. Cries of Fear echo through the campus. Several students flee from the eastern side of the university, where the science building can be found. Could this commotion be linked to Professor Rice's disappearance? Amanda doesn't really care at this point. She needs to save those students. Agenda 3. The Beast Unleashed. Some kind of wild creature is on the loose. Whatever it is, it appears to be headed towards the dormitories. Forced. When this agenda would advance, instead remove all doom and thay, and move the experiment one location towards the dormitories. And if it enters the do- dormitories, uh, it's bad. We, we lose. By the way, the, the experiment moved one uh, location closer to Amanda, to the dormitories, um, at the, uh, the between, between agendas, right before Agenda 3. Um, okay, so now it's three locations away from me. And I uh, have reshuffled the encounter deck and I draw my encounter card. Beyond the Veil. Put Beyond the Veil into play in your threat area if there is no copy of Beyond the Veil in your threat area. If your deck has no cards in it, take 10 damage and discard Beyond the Veil. Do you know how many cards are in my deck? It's none. Yeah, it's literally zero because um, I drew the last card in the last upkeep phase, which was that uh, stunning blow, And I have reshuffled whilst I was talking in order to be ready to draw the next card at the beginning of Amanda's turn. But I think that you don't technically reshuffle until you have to draw. And so I I don't have a deck until that moment, essentially. So... Amanda takes 10 damage, and she's actually taken 0 damage, but she's got 7 health. Uh, Jazz can soak too, so she is defeated by damage. Now, that's a massive shame. Not least because if if I'd drawn that last turn or this turn, I would... Well, that last turn, I would be defeated as well. But if I'd drawn it next turn, um, it would be absolutely fine. So... Amanda loses, but I'm quite close to not losing in an alternate reality. So I'm going to uh, rewind and let's see what happens if Amanda does not draw beyond the veil in, in that uh, mythos phase and instead draw something else and see if, if, if she can finish. But officially she's, she's defeated. It's a thrall. I mean, that's not much better, is it? Um, thrall, uh, spawn location with the most clues. That uh, is my current location. Uh, and it's a two 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 creature which retaliates. Alright, well Okay, this is the current situation. I've got haunted in play, and Whip or Will is out of the money location. So I'm I'm zero at everything. Thrall is engaged with me, but Jazz is in my company. I've got the vassal knocking at the door of the dormitories, and I've got three clues on the dormitories, and it's one shroud. If I can get I've got one clue. I need two more to uh, help the students. So, beginning of a turn, I draw a card. It's deduction. Um, I discard Whispers from the Deep, which is also good. And I need to put something underneath my my self, I suppose. So, these are the cards in hand currently. Guts. Um, Obscure Studies, my signature event. Overpower. Stunning Blow and Deduction. Well, let's just assume that uh, Overpower, Stunning Blow uh, and Guts are no good for me. I basically need to um, get two clues this, this turn or, 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 I'm, or I'm sort of double dead. Because the Thrall is going to hit me every time I investigate and the Vassal is then going to jump on me and, and probably it's, it's kind of not fun after that. Um, so the question is, what do I put underneath Amanda? Do I put Deduction so I can get plus one... To all of my tests, no. I mean, I'm, I'm a zero, right? So um, I'm going to put uh, deduction officially underneath myself. Uh, but then, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to, for my first skill test, play obscure studies, which means that I swap deduction for obscure studies. Um, now, the I. Don't know if I want to draw Now, it's a one shroud location. Let's go for this. Let's go for it. Okay, so we first first um first action investigate. Play obscure studies, which means that I swap it with deduction. So now I've got three wild icons under Amanda. Amanda's got a base skill of three now for everything. And I'm gonna commit deduction. Um now I take an attack of opportunity from the Thrall, which means I take one damage and one horror. I'll put one horror on uh Chaz. And I put one damage on Amanda. This thrall was hiding in a student's cupboard, and it just comes lumbering out, clawing at me with its uh, malformed hand. Uh, Amanda is running around trying to direct students towards the fire exit to avoid the experiment. So we are we are testing one two three four on one. That's a curse. Minus two. We're now two on one. That's a minus one. Which is one on one. Which is a success. Because I committed um, deduction. I take two clues. From dormitories. Which means I have three clues. And that is enough to advance. So, I read Resolution 2. You pull each of the dormitory's fire alarms and usher the students out of the building's north exit, hoping to make your way off campus. Many of the other students are confused and exhausted, but you believe an attempt to explain the situation will do more harm than good. Minutes later, a terrible screech echoes across the campus, piercing and shrill. You tell the students to wait, and you head back to the dorms to investigate. Oddly, you find no trace of the strange creature, a prospect that worries you more than it relieves you. You hurry to the faculty offices to find Professor Rice, but there's still no sign of him anywhere. Your supervision has been cancelled. So, Professor Warren Rice was kidnapped. The students were rescued, yea, And I gain experience in that alternate reality. So how much experience do I get? I killed one vast little lurker. That's one. Another victory point for Warren Observatory. Two. uh, Is that it? No, yeah. There was one clue left on uh, dormitory. So I don't get that point. And I didn't uh, enter the faculty offices or anywhere else. So that's just two little victory points. Um... But that's okay, because I'm only playing the standalone, but um, it, it, it would be nice to get more. But uh, okay, well, uh, first things first, obviously, that incredibly poorly timed drawing of Beyond the Veil um, defeated me. Uh, in the, as you can see from that last turn, I only needed basically one action to, to, to win or to, to get that resolution. Um, so that was just very poor timing. Um, I'm glad I saved the students. Um, I think that's probably easier than getting Warren Rice, but I'm not sure. Um, I kind of ended up near here anyway because I needed the clues from the Students' Union. It kind of worked out, uh, and thematically, I think it makes sense. Uh, I think this deck actually worked pretty well give, given the, the restrictions I placed on myself. Um, I think the ability to use a skill three times is very powerful even allowing for the fact that she's got uh, base values of two or the or, or, or worse if you draw the, the weaknesses I do. Um, some of these are, um, skills and, and, and uh, were, were much better than others. Prophesy proved to be really good at a certain point in the scenario. Uh, taking initiative was really good. Um, uh, promise of power was amazing. Unexpected courage, obviously amazing. Um, uh, perception. I mean, uh, what, what's good is that I, you can put cards in Amanda's deck to allow her to be reliably good at investigating. You just put lots of cards which have multiple intellect icons on. You can make a pretty good fighter if she gets vicious blow uh, underneath her. She does two damage with every with every punch, and th- you know there are many uh, guardians who would kill for that. And if you put overpower and some other combat um, combat stuff in her deck, maybe uh, some of you know the the seeker combat options, even just a knife or a kukri, probably be pretty good. Um, yeah, it, it, it's really effective, and and her weakness is not that bad, you know, minus one to uh to three to every skill test for one turn is doable, and her signature event is is great. Um, yeah, really enjoyed playing Amanda. I think I would like to play to build, as I said, a, a less silly deck with her uh, in the future, and play another scenario, maybe not on this gust, but just uh, at some point, because she's very fun to play, even solo and quite powerful. So I think there's two models to this tale. Firstly, put loads of skills in Amanda's deck. She works fine without any of those pesky assets. Although I probably would put assets if I built this deck properly. Um, and secondly, don't draw beyond the veil when you've got no cards in your deck. I think that's that's that if, if that, that's the lesson to learn uh, from this play. So Amanda saved the students. Everything is fine except for probably those other people that were killed. Um That's another episode done of Arkham Horror Badly. Um, Join me next time where I'll keep playing Arkham Horror the card game. Just not that well.